We are I. Good morning, everybody. 5.13 a.m. Dawn is upon us and the birds are chirping. And I just sat here for an extra long time enjoying their song. Man, I just love this time of year. More than one life to live. There's more than one life to live in life. And this is a concept we've talked about a lot. And, you know, over the last two years, we've really probably never talked about freedom and personal freedom, personal autonomy, freedom of speech more than what we have since uh, probably the 1930s, you know, we call it 30, just call it 1930 to 1940. Let's cover the span before World War II, during World War II, and after. Now, when we look at this, especially in the context of the last couple of years, there's, there's what, you know, depending on whose number you want to believe, there's six or seven million Canadians that are unvaccinated. That's like a sixth of our population. You know, and again, depending on the number that you take it, it might be actually even more than that. But when we look at what these Canadians represent, they represent a different way of life. And let's target specifically just the COVID vaccine real quick. Like these are people who are unvaccinated Canadians and they're still alive. This means that there's a different way to live. Whether you agree with it or not, whether you have one shot, two shots, three shots, four shots, five shots, no matter what the reason is why you got them, whether you regret it now or not. And, you know, I know for an absolute fact with the amount of people that I know in my life that regret that they even got one, that that six or seven million Canadians should be a lot higher. Now, simply because those people are not dead and this shows that this shows us that there's another way to live. Well, what, who gets to decide who's right and who's wrong? You know, and this is a prime example of the reason why we need personal autonomy. We need free speech. We need to give people the ability to be able to live their lives how they see fit without any government interjection. The government does not have your best interest in mind. They cannot. When they say, well, we are trying to do our best, you know, for everybody. And yes, some people are going to like it and some people are not. But that statement right there, that concept right there means that you should not be doing what you are doing because people have the ability to be able to make choices on their own. But the more that we bestow this responsibility on other people to make our choices, we lose our fundamental reasoning on how to be able to make proper choices for our life. We lose our ability to be able to critically think. This is why freedom of speech, personal autonomy, And freedom of the person is such a paramount concept. And we see this in religion. And this is how it all started. 
is people wanting to be religiously free. But why do I have to believe in a doctrine in order to be able to be free? Because that doctrine also allows me not to be able to be free because now I have to live within this certain confine. And if I don't live there, I'm not being true to the doctrine versus just being free. And I had this conversation with my aunt-in-law and, you know, her being Muslim is smiley, you know, love her to death, great person. And she was saying, Blake, you know, like, like, tell me what you believe in. And I said, well, what I believe in is that not one religious doctrine is the best. I have Sikh friends, Hindu friends, Buddhist friends, atheist friends, Christian friends, Catholic friends, Ismaili friends. And I can see the things that I love about their doctrines individually, but not wholly. And this is why I developed the concept in my mind that I think if I was going to follow anything, it'd be a religious studies class. Because this allows me to be able to be exposed to all of the different religions and not just one singular one. And again, I've had people say, well, you know, like I agree with about 60, 70, 80% of what they're saying. And, you know, of course, there's always some stuff that you disagree with. I'm like, I don't fucking live that way. I'm sorry. And there's a lot of other people that don't either. And this is where things get lost because you you need the ability to be able to freely think, critically think, have personal autonomy over your mind, body, and your soul. And this is why being free, living in the land of the free, this is why people are such staunch advocates for freedom and freedom of speech and personal autonomy over one's person. Because these things are absolutely critical because who gets to decide who, how you're wrong and why and how often and for what reason? You get to decide that. You, the person get to decide that. You, the person. This is why freedom is so essential. It's one of our most essential parts to our society. Freedom is absolutely essential all the time. And this is why when you see places like Florida, especially, you know, in Texas, some of these real Republican states in the United States, Alberta, Saskatchewan, especially a little bit more Saskatchewan, in Canada. This is why they allow people to be able to be people. This is why they're so much closer to personal autonomy and freedom. It's because they realize how essential that is to our existence in living in a great co-functioning society with other people. Discourse and the ability to be able to disagree is paramount to finding out what really is the truth? And just because my truth is different than yours doesn't make yours right and mine wrong and mine right and yours wrong. It doesn't work that way. If it did, there would only be one religion in this world. There would only be one language in this world. There'd be only one country in this world. There'd be only one person in this world. And it doesn't work that way. If we want to pride ourselves on being a melting pot society here in Canada, We can't force everybody then to think and act the same way because then that voids your melting pot. If you're going to value a melting pot society, you need to allow absolute freedom because that's what a melting pot is, is a collective joining of a diverse amount of people 
and cohabitating space together in harmony. And of course, there's going to be discourse in that. There always will be. We are dysfunctional human beings. So when you look at the reason why people like me are such advocates for freedom of speech and personal autonomy is because you have to give that ability to people so they respect it. And nobody, not one person on this planet should tell you what is right and wrong for your life as long as you're willing to take responsibility for your actions. Because that is key. So my question of the day is, going into this weekend, going into the rest of your life, do you value your own personal autonomy?